at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. All right, so it is the book feature, This Is Life Happens, and uh, I'm in conversation with Lorraine Stolle, who's a publisher and a writer, uh, an all-round book reader of note. She joins me now this afternoon. Hello, Lorraine. Hello. Hello. How are you? We well. So let's look at the book list that you've got. Um, can I start backwards? Yeah. <laughs> Happiness is a four-letter word. It's, it's not a new book. It's not. It's out um, of you. I'm, I'm curious why you decided to go back and revisit this book. Because it's turning 10 this year. I think 12. Is it 12? It's, is oh, it, no, 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 no. The, pub, the, the book is, it was published 10 years ago. Absolutely, you right. Yeah, she in wrote it 12 years ago. Yes, yes. yes. And I felt that it was very important for us to revisit it because I got it off Twitter that Nosy is planning something very big. Oh, really? For the, for the book. So I thought, why not go back to Nandi, Zaza, Dumi and Princess? And, and she has grown so much um, as an author, as somebody who, who brought us. This was her first book. This was her first and, book. And she talks of how, you know, at the time being uh, new in the space, there was no pressure. She had all the time in the world yeah. to write. Yeah. She was referencing a lot of the stuff that she was experiencing herself. It was about love. She wanted love. She wanted money. She wanted a great job, <laughs> great friendships, <laughs> great everything. And, and, and so liberating, I suppose, because nobody was, was watching. She was yeah. just at liberty to just write. Exactly. And um, I remember the first time I picked up this book, it was just so refreshing to read about issues centering me, you know, as a, as a black girl. And I basically saw myself in all of the four female characters and I love them. And, you know, you grow with them, um, you sympathize, you hate them. <laughs> you, you have that, yeah, that connection that, that you want to speak to them and yeah. you're hoping they're going to speak back. Yeah. That, that yeah. kind of a thing. Yes. It, it's 10 years old now. Uh, yes. She has since written other books, uh, Happy, um, sorry, uh, the other, what's the, the, her latest book is called? The Ones with, the ones the with Purpose. The yes. Ones with Purpose. Very different book to this Ex- book. Extremely different. Much maturer. Mm-hmm. And um, very rooted in um, in community, in community in our, yes. and and African way of doing the funeral, mm-hmm. and that was also such a beautiful thing to see because when we think of the funeral, we're not thinking of the days leading to the funeral and that is where the story was centered the family politics the son who disappeared and now comes back and is um, automatically forgiven by the mother and the girl who stayed at home you know because she fell pregnant she had to do this and that and the one who, who who sacrificed herself yeah. You know, I mean, the once was purpose brings so many issues to the fore. Mm. You, you, you. There is the issue of the illness itself that yes. we don't talk about the cancer yeah. Yeah. in in black communities and the process of dying. Yes. I mean, death, especially from a debilitating illness like cancer, is very progressive. It's very slow. slow. It's very, very traumatic, very and slow. it's very impactful to the family and the community. And just the process of Figile dying. Mm. That was, man, that was heartbreaking. Uh, I, she also brings other issues that, that you may, you, you may not necessarily think that they're, they're prominent as, but this is, you know, what the ones with purpose is the kind of book you must go back and go back to. Exactly. Because as you go back, you will pick up other things. Mm. Uh, mm. And, and suddenly you, you realize, ah, she was highlighting this. So the issue of 
how domesticated women have to become in circumstances like those and what's expected of them mm. and what is um and and as you said earlier how the boy forever the golden child yes <laughs> you know the boy yeah. forever the prince the prince right um, no expectations yeah. from anybody he doesn't have to explain himself he no. just arrives and mm. and everybody's just so happy he's here yeah the prodigal son the prodigal, returns yes. and everybody conveniently forgets the that prince Mbuso yeah. got married and did not invite uma yeah. and why he left and why he left and how he left yeah. <laughs> yeah and and whereas with the girl and women in the community this constant expectation of put aside your pain for a minute just mm -hmm. get on with the dishes please yeah yeah do that i mean there are people to be taken care of nobody cares about your grief you know we will deal with that after the funeral but this is the business that needs to be done until the funeral but again i think what also cynthia knows the highlighted in that book was mass pain yes. you know it was masked by alcohol abuse and she was not very nice to to the girl who 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 was left behind and but the more you read into the book you realize that you know she lost a child and you know she also suffered from postpartum depression and that was not something that was picked up earlier on and when the father died you know she was sort of left to take care of the family but meanwhile she also needed taking care of you know and yeah it was just get on with it here are the kids work has to be done they have to be fed deal with your pain i don't know when <laughs> you 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 pinpoint something that i just absolutely loved about the book mm. um with all these characters and the the, the big story for me what was the gem was seeing the children because we mourn differently mm. and and how we have this thing sometimes in our communities where you don't see the children they they just are a part and parcel of the furniture Yes. Nobody remembers that they actually are themselves grieving. They're going mm. through their own processes of loss. Mm. Um but the book in in its beautiful way was able to capture their spirits as well. Yeah. That they're here. Yeah. They are going through their own processes and that process during the illness itself and how mm. you know we we sometimes move them around like commodities which is what happened in the book you know <laughs> yeah back and forth yeah. at mars at home at, yeah. at grandma's they're convenient at they're not convenient yeah. yes yeah. and and how um the father just disappeared throughout this process and when um when figile dies as well it's such a mission to get hold of him and then he just shows up and it's like he never left you yeah. know And, yeah. and 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 no sense of remorse no, no sense of remorse no just and i mean he he just falls apart in the middle like that i just thought it was so selfish of him <laughs> to do that on the mattress <laughs> <laughs> lorraine stoller is my guest and uh, we're reviewing a couple of books this is her reading list for the month and uh, we've started with happiness is a four letter word which tends 10 this year and apparently something big is about to happen so we'll wait for that but we then obviously as as people who who talk about books do we steer off you know we did to another book <laughs> that she's written uh, that's a uh, Cynthia Nozicele and uh, the ones with purpose is a book mm. we also discussed we'll discuss more of the the, the reading list after this and across south africa online and on radio 
SAFM, let's talk. So you're listening to Life Happens, and my name is Pimelo Modena. I'm in conversation with Lorraine Stolle, who's a publisher, who's a writer, who's a reader. And uh, we're reviewing a couple of books that we are hoping that you'll probably re- revisit this, this coming month, and some new ones as well. We just spoke about Happiness is a Four-Letter Word, which turns 10. It became a movie as well, massive success by Cynthia Nozijele. We also spoke about The Ones with Purpose, which became her second book. Um, Another book that we are now visiting at the moment is Forgiveness Redefined. This is a book by Candice Mama. This is a difficult book. This is a difficult book, isn't it? It was, yes. Um, Very, very difficult. Um, It's a painful painful reminder of our history. It is. And how... um, we carry the hurt with us and we're born into hurt and we see through Candace's journey how the death of, of the violent death of, of her father. I mean, her father died when she was five months old mm-hmm. and we would automatically think that what would she know? She won't remember and stuff like that. But she remembered. She remembered and when she was 17, 16, she had a, she had a, psychotic episode and her mother had to take her in to be seen by psychologists and through the um the process you know she she discovered that she has been carrying this hurt that she was not even aware of and the healing journey took her 11 years and now um she's healed she's strong um she runs um She's a forgiveness advocate and happiness activist and a speaker. Mm. I mean, she's billed around the world as as a speaker right close to uh, Michelle Obama. That's that's how prominent her work is. Mm. But it comes from a very, very deep pain that I think a lot of South Africans carry with her, um, with them. Mm. Um, As you said, her father being killed by apartheid. Um, Yeah, Basson. And, and, And she talks of how... It, it took all that time, as you said, to, yeah. to come to terms with the fact that she was so intrigued by the killer um, mm-hmm. and, and, and had, in a funny kind of way, formed this toxic relationship with the murderer. Um, mm. Her obsession with him, every single time the name would come up, so triggering from the news, from whatever, newspaper articles, mm. whatever. Mm. So triggering. And, and her reconciling the fact with the, that she, she never made the time or effort to form that relationship with her own father. Correct. You know. And her obsession with, with, with Eugene de Kock led her to basically shut out everything and everyone. It's, and, and become, she developed a very um, compulsive, obsessive um, um, nature. You know, she was, she was a gym, a health a fanatic. fanatic yeah. And you know, she was so fixated on Eugene that she spent hours and hours and hours on the internet. And then she would uh, print the articles. I mean, can you imagine the reams of paper on a home computer? But when she started evaluating how this obsession and what it was doing to her physically, mentally, and emotionally, you know, the way the layers come off, it's almost very beautiful. It's like a, a, a butterfly, a cocoon developing into a butterfly because you, you can see her going through 
un unburdening mm. the unburdening process and how she eventually convinces her family to go on this journey with her and when the NPA gave the family um, the opportunity to meet to meet with Eugene de Kock and her mother it was her mother gave her the choice and said Candice if you want to go I will support you if you don't want to go I'm okay and the brother was against it but eventually on the day everyone went even her her grandfather but she was the first person, you know, she broke down. And you wouldn't ordinarily expect that from somebody feeling such empathy towards someone's uh, parent's killer. And yeah, it is, it is, it's an unbelievable story considering how young she was when she started going through the process. It's it's unbelievable because if you reckon with the fact that it took a, a, a physician, not mm. not a psychologist, yeah, a, a physician to say to her when she was going through real physical pain, mm. um, a physician to say, "Wow, you are in physical pain because of depression." That mm. for me is quite an incredible, uh, you know, test. It's a testimony to to how the two are linked, yes. even in science. Mm. You know mm. that the hurt that we carry would manifest yes. in a physical disease and ulcer, high blood pressure, tremors, and eating disorder. Mm. You know, mm. I think I, I think I, th I said Basson there earlier on. Oh. The person <laughs> that I did mean is Eugene de Kock. It's it's a beautiful, but very difficult. Um, book to read um because as as it's it's the name is called uh, forgiveness redefined it is a journey and it's it's an incredible journey that candace mama uh goes through and mm. and opens us up to the layers and layers that i think we still appeal for people to come out and and and, yeah. and open up about their own personal story mm. because the truth of the matter is that whichever side you sit on yeah. everybody in this country has a story, has a to, story tell to tell about that particular time and and this is such a, a gift i think for mm. many of us um to just a, a little window into one family's yeah. experience with their pain with with their the, the tragedy um and the atrocity that was apartheid um your next read is those who travel meet themselves and i i love this this is uh, a collection of stories by all kinds of people documenting their stories of travel yes um this is this was published and compiled by michelle michelle and it is a second edition it was originally published i think um two let's years them, ago let's give them her the full the full name it's Ooh. michelle for those who, yeah. who are interested in getting the book the, the the author it no it's not the author she edited it so she compiled the whole thing and edited the the couple of stories that came through it's michelle fun ona green as in fun and uh, a separate word on it's o double n a green thompson yeah. All right, go ahead. Yes. Um, so at first glance, I mean, looking at the title, you would think that these are just travel stories as in the physical idea of traveling from, from one place to another. But these are beautiful and emotional and very reflective personal essays of 28 
people on the uh, experiences and encounters with travel i mean it opens up with 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 a story of of a woman who left home she left home to go to KZN going to res but then she came back home she returned home she couldn't do it she did not see herself living outside of the home but then she went on to spend over 40 years of her life traveling the world 70 times over and you know that first story i mean in the beginning you know you think but as 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 you read as you as you continue reading her story you also start reflecting on the first time that that you yes. left home i mean uh, the first time i left home i went into boarding school my husband doesn't think it's boarding school because in nilico for it <laughs> apparently boarding school is supposed to be 600k somewhere in the middle of a bush but you know just it it was very close to middle lens, but just the physical thought, the physical knowledge of knowing that Cutting I'm not cord, yeah. yes, I'm not, I'm not going to to spend the evening with my family. I won't see my parents, my sisters, my community for at least six weeks until midterm break. I mean, it was it was very frightening, you know, going into that boarding house situation, and I sort of. Um, you know, once I got over, I mean, how could you? You know, I, I because it also the stories also forces you to to reflect on your on your journeys as well. And as the as her essay progresses and she travels all over the world and she makes these friends and some of them she has kept in touch with for decades. And every year they choose a destination, they meet there and they have fun over that period and i thought that was such a beautiful way to open this collection and it's a validation yeah. right of of your own journey that it may be a little bit crazy to somebody else mm. it may seem odd but yeah. it's true to you it is it you. is because i mean children always you know, they, 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 they have these tantrums that I can't wait to, to move. And now she has this beautiful opportunity to, to start something great with a community of students, like-minded people. And then she immediately goes back home. But then she ends up living her life out of a suitcase. Yes. And then some are, some are very humbling, you know, because we take traveling for granted you know i mean there's a there's a guy um i think it's the fourth story in the collection he goes to udula soweto and it's a school trip to durban and the excitement you know umpago just packing the suitcase because you know nobody in the home traveled that much so they didn't know you know if you travel for four days how much luggage do you need and he packed a little bit too much, too much. but but you know just the thought of traveling in a in a bus and you know he gets to spend four days with a group of schoolmates in a, a, at the beach and for him that started his travel journey and he continues to travel all over the world and then there are these two sisters who run they are marathon runners so they go across the world to run marathons but also put in a little bit of travel
<laughs> All right, my conversation is with Lorraine Tolley. She's a publisher. She's also a writer. And we're reviewing books, and we've just been speaking about those who travel, meet themselves, and this is a collection of stories by 28 runners, edited by Michelle Ndandwengosi, Ifan Ona Green Thompson. I know it's a long name, but we'll put it up on our social platforms. And uh, when we come back, we'll be discussing our final book. SAFM. Prime time all day long. It's a book feature on Life Happens, and my name is Pimelo Moden. I'm in conversation with Lorraine Stolle, a writer herself and a publisher. And uh, we've just gone through a whole long list of books that we want you to read this month. We started with Happiness is a four letter word because it turns 10 this year. And that's a book by Cynthia Nozi Jele. We also talk about her other book, which was not quite on our <laughs> list, but we spoke about it nonetheless, the, the ones with purpose. We also spoke about forgive, Forgiveness Redefined by Candice Mama. And before the ad break, we were talking about Those Who Travel Meet Themselves, edited by Michelle Ndandengosi, Van Honor, Green, Thompson. And it's a collection of essays by 28. All right, our next book. Our next book um, is Noma Swazi by Busisekile Kumalo. This is her second book. Her first book was called um, The Harvard Wife. And um, that story revolved around four female friends and their trials and tribulations. And then she gave us Noma Swazi, which was published last year. It's about Noma Swazi, who is from Swaziland, and um, she was. It doesn't stop yeah. well. It doesn't yeah, stop it well. doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't because um, it's, it's pitiful. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pitiful. It's sad. <laughs> it's you know dropped at the altar. Yeah, it it it, it is, and it's it it starts with uh, Noma Swazi as a as a young woman in Johannesburg living her life. She's twenty four. She's single. She's working. You know, she's just having fun and then she gets swept away by by Ushongwani and then the story goes back uh, six years and then it comes it comes through that she was promised she was initially promised to Shongwani but then um well this this is in the book yes but then she was she was chubby and and you know the the prince didn't like her and she overheard uh, Songwane and um, his brother talking about her, and then she ran away. So she's basically the runaway bride. Mm. So when she gets to Joburg, she's there to to forge a new life for herself, and you know to to get through the stuff which made the past uh, seven years very difficult for her. You know, in the story, we learn that she had a mental breakdown. She was cutting, and then. Um, she went on a very um, regiment diet, you know, to get to get rid of the excess flab. And, you know, she wasn't very kind to herself. But, you know, if, if you are hurting and that is all, you know, you know, th- that that comes across. And then um, the guy comes from when it comes through at first, she does not recognize him, you know, because it is time. Has, yeah, yeah, very different. Yeah. And then um, eventually he reveals himself. But before he does, I mean, he is, yeah, nah, you know, he's a guy, no, an unlikable guy. I remember saying he's to Busi that, I remember saying to Busi that, you know, you know, sometimes we want to, to, to read about kind black men, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, 
And um, eventually he gets him to come. He gets he gets her to come home because her father is um, her father is not uh, um, is not well. Yeah. You know, he's basically on his deathbed, but um, they reconcile. But before the reconciliation, they go through they go through a lot as a, as a young couple does. They, they, they have challenges. They also have to deal with a lot of family politics. Longwani comes from um, a traditional Swati family where the father was very patriarchal. But then, you know, they had dealings and corruption going on. And it's very dramatic. It is, I mean, if you're looking for... For high drama, uh, you're looking for fun, um, you're looking for something, you know, you want to get away from the everyday things of the world. Nomaswazi is, is just the book for you. It's fantastic. So the list will be up and this last one we just uh, reviewed is Nomaswazi. Um, that's the name of the book and it is written by Busisegile Kumalo. It's, it's a fairly a new book so you'll be able to get that book uh, from your retail stores and, and if you are wondering where to get like um, happiness is a four letter word, I promise you if you ask the retailer the chances are that they'll be able to organize a copy mm. for you, even if you cannot see it on the shelf. So just ask them and say, you know, I'm looking for this book. It's very, it was very, very popular. Um, and, and I know that there are reprints somewhere. Just yep. ask them and, and in a few days you should be able to get yourself a copy. Lorraine, thank you for coming in. It's been thank wonderful. you for having me. Thanks very much. So the list will be available on, on our, uh, on our pat- platform. So social media platforms will have the list up so that you can just, you know, recap what it is that we were talking about. But thank you very much. Lorraine Stolle, our writer, publisher, and also the person that was helping us review the list to read this month. It's a long list, but a really varied list. So you may not necessarily get through all of them, but there they, they will be those that interest you. So um, if you are more into our history, um, Forgiveness Redefined is probably the kind of book for you. If, if you want something which you can do in small chunks, for instance, the, the, the essays are just right up your alley. Those Who Travel Meet Themselves is a book for you. And then Happiness, obviously, lots of nostalgia there. And Nomaswazi, I suppose you're just looking for... I want to forget everything kind of book. Yes. <laughs> you know, that kind of book. Yeah. I just want I just want to forget about the yeah. world and I just want to go into a really like a lala land type thing. That's the book for you. So that is uh, Lorraine's uh, collection of books for the day. Thanks, everybody. It's been wonderful. Let's do this before we go to Utsile.